I've been called away in the nild because we've got this helium balloon that's floated up to the to the top. Um, and they want me to, they want to, we need to remove it because if it falls down, like in the dead of night, it will set off all the alarms. So um, we've got this, it's a big stick with, with um, it's three sticks that are extendable, telescopic. And on the end, it's got a tennis ball stuffed with um, drawing pins. You can pop stuff. <laughs> so we can't find this stick. See, this is the kind of story about sound and lighting engineers you just don't get to hear every day. This is Sheer Isolation. It's presented by Kieran Moore in Chippenham and John Ponting in Cricklade. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sheer Isolation. You are joining myself, John Ponting, in my usual spot in Cricklade, and uh, my friend Kieran Moore, who has another completely new backdrop for us to, to admire. I, I am, so that's correct. Today, I am in Chippenham Town Council. I'm in the meeting place at the bottom of the building. Um, I'm trying to do a podcast in every single room before I finally leave the organisation. I'm getting there, I think. It kind of looks like you're in a uh, kind of a ski lodge with that timber pyramid roof with that nice big skylight. It, it's, it's definitely not a ski lodge. Um, <laughs> it's a very bizarre bar. Well, the, um, the purpose of uh, this show is to promote the local music and art scene and, and to talk about Kieran's uh, ever-changing backdrops. And... Uh, this week's guest, um, we're kind of stepping back in time. A, a guy from a newspaper, Kieran. I know it's crazy, isn't it? We have a guy called Ben Parks, and, and Ben is the brand new um, editor in chief of the Trowbridge newspaper. So this is a tro- newspaper for the whole of Trowbridge called Celebrate, and it's basically being driven or run by the guys at the town hall. But it's a Trowbridge newspaper, so, very broad spectrum thing. So, so we've got that to come. Now, obviously, we record this uh, a couple of days uh, before it gets out on the radio. So by the time you hear this, I will have um, been at the Swindon Shuffle for quite a lot. Will you, will, you, will you have been there as well, Kieran? Mate, I am working so much. Saturday night, I have Women in Rock. It's loads of scantily clad women rocking out to soft rock records. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Sunday, I've got a dance show. Friday, it's my daughter's birthday. Also, this uh, weekend, which has just passed, if you're listening, um, going to uh, see an orchestra playing some rock and metal covers. It's going to be fascinating. I love That's that kind cool. of thing. I like that crossover. Yeah. Where's that, John? Where's that? At Mecca in Swindon. Well, it's time for us to play a tune, I reckon. And um, we've got, we've got a, a brand new track from one of our favourite bands here at Sheer Isolation. It is. So this is a lovely, lovely exclusive. And it's uh, a brand new track from the Erotic Secrets of Pompeii. And it's a song called In the Cosmic Hour. Um, it's, it's classic erotic secrets. It's um, fuzzy, it's loud, it's noisy, it's fun. It's got lovely, ambiguous lyrics. Um, but what goes with this particularly is a wonderful, wonderful video. They really put a lot of efforts into the way that they present themselves. And this has got like, some really sort of 80s cinema vibes going on, um, which, I, I, which I enjoyed an awful lot. So um, great to listen to, great to watch. Guys! 
So that was in the Cosmic Hour from the Erotic Secrets of Pompeii. And it does look like they've recorded it on VHS because you've got the distortion lines of uh, a slightly worn tape. I'd love to know if that's genuine or if they've got a really good effects budget. Nah, they've got an effects budget, mate. It's not genuine. (laughs) I don't think the technology exists anymore, John. (laughs) I've got a fully working VHS. Right next to my mega drive. <laughs> yeah, John, you know, SCART, SCART cables don't exist anymore either, mate. I've got at least 20 in the loft, just in case the one I'm using breaks. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be going to the new VGA soon, won't you? This new Ooh. VGA. I was tempted to get a PlayStation 2, but I, I can't seem to find them these days. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, I don't know. Are um, Erotic Secrets touring at the moment? Um, they've, so they've got some shows coming up, um, but they're not touring. They're playing in Bristol. So they're a Chippenham stroke Bristol based band, um, but they are sort of sort of focused on the whole Bristol side of things. I do believe they're playing a show at some point soon. I think it's at the George and I really want to go because I've never actually seen them live. And for me, it just seems like it'd be wicked. Agreed. Yeah, they're a great band. They're one of my favourites, definitely. Um, I'm guessing since you're um, hidden away in an office in Chippenham that you don't have any product placement this week. I don't. And I'm really sad because I've got Dan O'Dell stroke Heartworks brand new album. And I really want to share it with you. He's got amazing artwork. I've just not been very organised. We'll get back to your house eventually and we'll see the kitchen refurb and it, it will all look amazing. It will. It will. In which case, let us move on to um, this week's guest on Sheer Isolation. Uh, we're talking to a, a chap called Ben Parks, who has got involved in a reasonably new project in Trowbridge to bring back print media for for the greater good of the community it's it's been a surprising reaction from trowbridge because it's had a really really good wonderfully wonderfully good feedback um there's actually i will say something to you now john i didn't say it in the interview but um through handing out the newspapers to various people we've managed to convince certain people in trowbridge that there is exciting stuff happening and i did say in the interview that it's a physical embodiment of that it's proof i think really that's the most important thing that if people don't believe something's happening, but then you hand them a newspaper and it shows you all the wonderful things that are happening. It's almost like you can't deny it. So Trowbridge is changing. And this is just another small example. Cool. And um, I started by asking Ben just to uh, give us a little bit of the background about the paper in the first place. I've just taken on the Celebrate Community Paper, which is a bit of a retro project. Um, an actual paper newspaper and those were going out of fashion a little while ago but Trowbridge Town Hall in their wisdom decided to bring back that format so it's a tabloid paper and the aim of the game is to celebrate Trowbridge and uh, that may may be a bit of a task but we are up for it and they've had one issue and I say they because I've only just got involved with um, producing the second issue so the first issue was great success but we want to build it make it brighter and shinier talk to more people and I am busy putting it to bed in the old parlance right now means getting everything on the page all the typos corrected, all the pictures placed and chasing up all those missing bits. I'm in the middle of that now and uh, it looks good. Cool. For, for someone who's kind of coming up to a deadline, you seem very chilled about the whole thing. <laughs> Particularly as it's your yeah. first one as well. 
I'm also a yoga teacher, so I'm just employing those techniques as well to help out. <laughs> That's why you're sat so funny. Um, so <laughs> you mentioned it yourself about this uh, being quite an unusual kind of a, in a way, kind of a back step for, for Trowbridge to be taking. So did you know why, why they've decided to, to go back to a paper print? The team at the town hall, which I'm now a part of on a freelance basis, are really um, creative and curious people. They, they're thinking of new ways to do things. And we're sort of hijacking the old newspaper format taking it back from the, um, dare I say, dying industry that it is and turning it to our own advantage by um, filling it with beautiful, exciting, positive news, which was always, when I was a journalist in the, in the past, was always the stuff that got either left at the back of the pay, paper or dumped off the news list completely. So I'm doing it topsy-turvy and putting all of the good stuff in because it's run by us for the people of Trowbridge. So we get to do that. So we're using this old format in a, in a wacky, wet, retro way. And I was surprised when I saw it because paper, newspapers are, are dying. You know, that industry is on the way out. I used to be a newspaper journalist in a past life. So I was really surprised when I saw it. And then taking a closer look, seeing a kind of, taking back we are taking back that format and using it to our own advantage and uh doing it a different way and so it's just a really sort of pleasing quirky retro thing to do which i think grabs people's attention absolutely so we um i had a a couple of weeks ago we were doing the 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 bandstand in trowbridge town uh, in, in the park there and we had a captive audience of people who were watching the music and like it went to the town hall, I picked up 20 copies of the paper, I walked back down to the gig and I handed them all out. And there's something about a newspaper that, unlike social media, that if you're reading a newspaper and you read the article that interests you, you might read the article next to it because it's there. Obviously, the, the paper's very bright, very engaging, very interesting. And you might absorb information that otherwise you wouldn't necessarily get. Um, obviously, we're a barrage of information in this day and age, and we very rarely take two moments just to sit and read uh, and a newspaper that almost forces you into that that's right and it's also very useful to light fires as we come into autumn if you've got a log burn and you need to light a fire <laughs> <laughs> well yes that's also true <laughs> uh, so so ben how did how did you end up specifically um uh, doing this i know you, you mentioned that you you've been a journalist in a previous life so did you apply for this or did it kind of fall into your lap I've been hanging around Trowbridge Town Hall for a little while, like a bad smell that won't go away, because first of all, there's lots of exciting things happening there, and I want to be involved. Like I said earlier, there's a great team there, headed by a really innovative guy, David Lockwood, and there's just great ideas, and there's some money back in it as well, so I think it's quite exciting at the moment, and I want to be involved. But I guess the sort of philosophical reason, there's a deeper reason why I'm involved, is because I am a critic of Trowbridge. I am a, a realistic, there is a pessimistic person, if I'm, if I'm completely honest. And I look around Trowbridge and I think, geez, we, I want this to be better, right? 
And so for a long time, I've been a critic on the outskirts, just whining away, you know, on the out, on, in the shadows. And I just thought, you know, Ben, if you want something to change, get off your butt, get, get doing something, make some sort of change. What skills have you got? What can you offer? How can you make something better? And this was one way that I could do that. So I guess I'm just putting my money where my mouth is and, and getting out of the shadows and getting onto the there's, floor or the stage. There's a wonderful phrase I like to bring out every now and then. And it's basically um, be the change you want to see. So if you, if you want things to be better, uh, go and, and go and do it and make it better. And you're absolutely right. A lot of people do like to complain. Ben, do you want to give us a few examples of uh, some of the content that's going to be in the, the next edition? In, in particular, yeah, to, just, to do with things like arts and music and theatre and events, that kind of thing. So um, we've doubled the what's on pages for this issue, uh, hoping to just cram that full of films, music, events, gigs, clubs, and whatever else wants to go in there, whoever else wants to go in there, just so that we can spread the news about what's on. I often find that when I'm talking to people about this paper on the street, that old task of the reporter to actually go out on the street and talk to real-life people before they were chained to their offices and their phones. People, I tell people about what's happening in the town hall. Uh, there's a, like a cinema, uh, a film, film club, and there's all sorts going on. And they say, what, in the town hall? And they say, yeah, yeah, in the town hall. And they, I was sat in the cafe the other day, and a, a man was on his phone trying to direct his friend to the town hall. He said, I'm in the town hall having a coffee. Yeah, it, yeah, in the town, you just walk through the doors of the town hall in there. It's like people in Trowbridge are incredulous that anything exciting and creative could be happening in the town hall. But there's a whole programme going on there. And uh, I need help connecting to and championing the music and artistic scene, which is what um, partly why I'm doing this to make these make these connections with excellent well you've come um, to the right the place scene. you've come to the right place so um obviously i've been doing music in trowbridge for the last three years i'm doing music in wiltshire for the last 17 i'm sure at some point when we're in the town hall next week i'll catch up with you properly and we'll go through some of these organizations and get you in contact with various people and we'll, we'll start building that picture yeah because we're, we're right at the beginning and yeah. it's about connection when i started this paper honestly i thought I'm going to have a hard time filling this with things to celebrate. And that was my sort of inner critic, cynic, like this, this is never going to happen. But I've been deluged with really exciting things and people and events and stories. It's just, it's really surprised me pleasantly. And I'm, I've, I've had to eat my hat on that. Totally. Excellent. And I'm That's, really glad that I am. That's really good. I've got two questions about the paper. Number one, what's the distribution in terms of quantity? How many are we printing this time around? So again, 3,000 again, like before. Excellent. That's a good number. And who's doing the artwork for the front cover? Samuel Lindup is a local artist. Yeah, he's going to be our regular front cover guy. Excellent, because his his first front cover was exceptional. It was bright. It was... It just you looked at it, it was it just become interesting. I wanted to pick it up. Yeah, that cover did something to me when I saw yeah. it. it. Made me tingle. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. 
Yeah. Is there, any, is there anything else we need to say? What's the drop date of this magazine? When's it coming out? Thursday the 23rd, so we're not far off. Excellent. Uh, My son's birthday. Samuel Lindup pulled together some other Trowbridge artists for this issue to share some of their work, which is really exciting. There's a whole page on that. And you mentioned green issues before. There's a, there's a page about Trowbridge Eco Group, which are, I've got lots of projects going on around the town and we're really championing them as well. Did I see you in the River Biss pulling shopping trolleys out the other day? Uh, no, I didn't do that one. I, ha- I have been in the River Biss in the past, pulling out hypodermic needles and mobile phones and knives. But um, on this <laughs> trolley, but no, <laughs> I've done that before. <laughs> yeah, I tried to get down to this, to this recent one with my kids, uh, but I've got four kids under eight. It just wasn't going to happen logistically. <laughs> but we did see what they pulled out. There was a number of shopping trolleys, chairs yeah. from the restaurants nearby, a load of rubbish. But that's just such great work. Those, those are the sort of people who are, you know, really on stage doing it, making it happen. You know, that's, that's inspiring for me. Really quickly, Ben, just before you go, can you tell people how to get hold of the paper and uh, what was it called again? The paper is called Celebrate. That one word. And you can, distribution is our next challenge, but uh, you can pick one up for free at Trowbridge Town Hall and a lot of other businesses around Trowbridge uh stack it up in their on their premises there are some volunteers going around putting it through letterboxes but you do have to work a bit harder meet us in the middle to get it because we haven't worked out the distribution yet uh, i think it's about time for us to talk about the track that you've uh, picked ben yes you want to tell us about this. that <laughs> who've you picked, picked and why <laughs> there's an artist on youtube called the kiffness and it does predominantly sort of novelty tracks and I thought I'm going on this sort of artistic musical podcast and they're gonna think I'm an idiot for picking this track but I must explain myself I mean I'm 42 so I'm totally disconnected from any anything which is remotely um, contemporary (laughs) in the music scene but throughout lockdown one thing that kept us going me and my kids brought us a little bit of joy was that this artist called The Giftness and he did this song recently which I picked which I think you're going to play which was a sort of drum and bass inspired track and I grew up I just missed the rave scene when I was a young a teenager and there was drum and bass and dance around so it just pressed my buttons and my whole family were able to dance around to it and experience a little bit of joy in what was quite a miserable year so we uh, we love the kiffness and I personally love this song because it got a retro feel to it. <laughs>
was uh, Ben's selection it's by uh, Kifness I really don't know that much about them but that track is Tie Pile Drivers and just goes to show that we are happy to play absolutely anything you're on to your isolation we love everything I <laughs> on drivers that makes me think of computer drivers and there's nothing I get high on with drivers I just get angry at them especially printer drivers why are they so complicated why are they so complicated it's only a printer ah! yes you can plug so- a keyboard in doesn't need a driver it knows it's a keyboard well, what? I don't know Anyway, that, that's for our other change podcast. since the inception. That, that's for our other podcast. Two grumpy gits talk about IT software, technology, hardware. Man shouts at cloud. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> lovely Simpsons reference there. Well done. Uh, thank, thank you. you, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> show my age. Show my age. The kids don't watch Simpsons anymore. Ah, uh, let's uh, let's ignore the fact that I'm working my way through the Simpsons entirety on Disney Plus, and uh, let's move on to news for this week. That's something I wanted to check in with you, Kieran, because. Apparently, by the end of uh, September, certain nightclubs and certain venues of certain sizes will need some kind of COVID passport to be presented before you're allowed in. Uh, have I understood that correctly? Or, or um, do, does, is there anybody who actually knows a bit more detail than that? I th- no, I think you, you're absolutely right. I think that's exactly what um, is being suggested and mooted. I have I've seen quite a lot of chat about it. Venues really want to be safe. They want their venues to be safe. They want people to feel safe in them so that people can come. But I think to an, to an extent, venues are certainly not anti this per se. It, it's more a punter sort of thing. But it, it, it does come down to who's administering it and how much it costs because you, everything gets put on venues all the time. And it is a very time-consuming, expensive thing. Um, having to show your test and prove that you've, you know, you've passed it, et cetera, and your passports and having everything checked. And I have a personal dislike for them. I really appreciate that when you go abroad, you have to supply proof that you've had malaria jabs, for example. And I get that and I'm happy with that. But like going into your local nightclub, I mean, there is something about it that seems quite sinister and how they're going to start, you know, it starts 
isolating and marginalizing people who cannot or cannot do these things or can't. And I, just, I just don't like them. So, but yes, as I understand it, nightclubs specific, specifically will be requiring COVID passports. But from my understanding, there's been no actual definition of which size nightclubs are, other than to say nightclubs and large venues. No, they did say before. No, exactly. We, we've covered this briefly before, haven't we? Because they've said, what's, what's your arbitrary figure? Because it was like anything above 500 or is it anything below 1,000? You know what? I, no, no, there hasn't been any guidance. Um, it could end up being a venue initiative and it just being a thing that you do to, to give your customers confidence. So it might be a, a personal sign-up thing. Um, it's definitely not happening where I work. So um, it's definitely very optional at the moment. And it does raise another question for me, but does this mean that anti-vaxxers who, who have their beliefs for whatever reason and not judging won't be allowed to go to live music in, in large gigs, in large venues? Well, that certainly seems to be the case, doesn't it? Have you got any other news you wanted to share with us? I did share yesterday on my Facebook an event that's happening. It will be my first event at Trowbridge as the new in-house sort of tech type person. Um, and I, I, I put that post up as a way of trying to advertise the gig, saying, come to my first gig here. It'll be really special. And obviously what it turned into is a congratulations on the new job post. That's not what I intended. So <laughs> come watch Venus, um, Anika Venus. <laughs> we played on the show last week. We did. A great video. Amazing um, effects on amazing makeup. Yes, the makeup in the woods and that is lovely. Yes. Um, but no, no, no real huge amounts of news, John, just that. Everything is happening, and if you be the change you want to see, you know, don't be passive. Um, don't be afraid. Everybody's got something to contribute. Go out and do it. That's very philosophical of you. And very and profound. Very, very community-driven spirited of you as well. <laughs> um, okay, you. cool. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, our email address is sheerisolation at gmail.com. That's sheer with two E's. You can now go on to sheerisolation.co.uk because after 18 months, we've got a website for this where you can find all the previous shows and uh, find out uh, where you can listen uh, to us on, on the various podcasts and, and radio stations. Uh, we will leave it at that, I think, Kieran. So thank you for thank joining you, me from, from your place of work. Always a pleasure. Never a chore. We will be back same time next week. I say same time as if you're listening at a specific time. I don't know. You, you might be listening. You, like. you could be listening on listen again. But we'll, we'll be yeah. back with another show next week. <laughs> Ciao. So smooth. Smooth. <laughs>